And welcome to another episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Sklansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. Are you ready to go to Mount Splashmore? Woo! Let's go to Mount Splashmore. Yeah, can we go to Mount Splashmore? No. Can we go to Mount Splashmore? No. Can we go to Mount Splashmore? No. Can we go to Mount Splashmore? If you stop bugging me about it, uh, and I say yes, will you stop bugging me about it? Yeah, of course. Yes. Can we record, can we record The Simpsons Did It? Absolutely. All right, perfect. Let's get on with the show. All right, guys. So we're going to discuss today, season two, episode 18, Brush with Greatness. It was aired on April 11th, 1991. So they took a few weeks off since the last episode aired. Uh, We got a recap. Marge gets to paint a portrait of Mr. Burns. We'll we'll tell you why in a minute, but... So this week's chalkboard gag, I will not hide behind the Fifth Amendment. And for everybody out there, the Fifth Amendment deals with self-incrimination, double jeopardy, and due process. So Bart must have done something bad. Pretty bad. Because he probably doesn't want to self-incriminate himself. No, he doesn't. I mean, he's done some bad things. Cherry bombs down toilets and greasing monkey bars like we learned last week. But this one... This one must have been uh, pretty, pretty bad for him to plead the fifth. Yeah. I plead the fifth. And so, sorry, Chappelle, mo- pleads the Chappelle moment. Uh, so, couch gag this week. Couch tips over and Maggie lands on a couch cushion. Another repeat. Just another repeat. Gosh darn it. I mean, I mean, I could deal with repeats of The Simpsons because I watch them all the time. But repeats of couch gags? Uh, just getting old. Yep. Season two, season two must have like fired their artist or something that does all their couch gags. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and they're like, we got to find someone with original ideas for couch gags. Not all these repeats. Yeah. So uh, we kick off the episode with Crusty the Clown live from Mount Splashmore. Yep. Man, that place looks amazing. I mean, we've been to some fun water parks in our time. Oh, yeah. uh, we've been to Wisconsin Dells. Uh, we've been to the Six Flags water park. Uh, we've been to Bush, quite a few, probably in Orlando. Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. That was an amazing, amazing water park. So Mount Splashmore, though, that's a pretty good, pretty good stuff. I like how uh, Krusty it's, the Clown uh, brags to the kids about how much stuff the water park has given them. It's like, oh, I got this. Well, well yeah. Got, but why would you brag to your audience about that? Well, they are kids. So, you know, they look up to Krusty uh, the Clown. They're like, look at all the amazing stuff you can get at Mount Splashmore. I suppose. Maybe I'll maybe I'll thrive to have a live TV episode at Mount Splashmore. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know why, like you yeah. wrote, but Bart and Lisa were holding hands after uh, Bart agrees with Krusty that it has been a great week. I mean, it was weird. maybe if they were crying or yeah, it just seemed kind of odd that they were holding it's hands. So I mean, maybe it was an emotional week for them. <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, I, it was, it was awkward. It was awkward. Yes, it was very awkward. And I mean, I've seen like Conan O'Brien does a lot of like on location type stuff for a week. Like he does Comic-Con for a week and uh, a few other, you know, guests will do on location type stuff for their shows. Yeah. But I mean, now, now was, now I mentioned this earlier, a little bit later down, but was, did Krusty, was uh, Mount Splashmore just a sponsor of Krusty's Probably. show? Yeah. 
Did he own it? I don't feel like he. No, owned it was probably it. just a sponsor. I don't think it was a crusty part. No, it was probably a sponsor. Okay. All right. We'll. Okay, we'll get to this later, but I just wanted to, yeah. to be sure. Things are giving away this weekend because Krusty's like, oh, it's the last weekend. We'll be out here, so you better come on down. Yep. And so they're giving away two hours of free parking, nose plug rental, and they also have a trauma center <laughs> on the premises. Boy, this doesn't sound like a safe, as we see, this doesn't sound like a safe water park. No, it is not a safe water park. Um, and I did some research, which I mentioned a little bit below, so we'll get to yeah. some of my uh, water park research. Okay. So... Uh, so then they sing a uh, croon along with Krusty. Now, once again, is this an ad for the water park? I don't or? know. Cause all the song is, I'm saying, oh, we want to go to the water park now. Like take me now, 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 now. Yeah. Ask your parents to take me there right now. <laughs> so obviously it worked on Lisa and Bart yeah. because now they run up to Homer and ask uh, who's passed out on the couch. Uh, will you take us to Mount Splashmore? Well, and I do, I, no. I would like to point out prior to that, Lisa does say this was a rather shameless promotion and that part agrees. And then they both agree that it worked yeah. on them. So, yep. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and as you, and you, I was going to say as, yep, so, as, uh, as they're yelling at Homer to take them to on Splashmore, he's, he's got a tie on. So he clearly just got home from work. Yep. But it looks well, like he was crusty the clown show seems like it'd be an afternoon type show when they get home from school, right? Yeah, but if Homer just got back from work, why is he sleeping on the couch already? He was had a hard day at work at the nuclear <laughs> power plant. Yeah, it seems weird. And so I like how, yeah, they can wake him up by taking him to Mount Splashmore and we get a montage in the hall at dinner, Homer watching TV at night, Homer taking a shower, which as kids, man, I, would I don't do think that. you'd want your... I don't think you want your faces plastered up against the glass shower nope. asking your dad nope. to take you to Mount Splashmore. And then uh, while Homer and Marge are in bed trying to go to sleep and I, and now through this whole thing. So in bed is really the only one where we see Marge kind of, kind of put a pillow over her face. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, they're still <laughs> asking. But through the entire montage, Marge just flat out ignores all these requests. Cause she's a mom. They're she knows like, how to do that. I, I guess, but I like how she has zero input whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So Homer finally relents and agrees to take them to Mount Splashmore because they stopped bugging him about it. Well, that's what he says. Yeah. Like, if I take you, will you stop bugging me? We're like, well, yeah, of course. Will you take us to Mount Splashmore? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so they wake up in the morning and obviously they're ready to go. And so Bart is impatient, honking the horn and Homer, Homer's putting on his bathing suit, which uh, don't you normally put on your bathing suit at the water park? No, not necessarily. I guess it depends on where you're going. Yeah. I mean, like when we went to Six Flags, they have the park and then the water park, yeah. and then you dress normally and put on your swimsuit there. But I guess this is a straight up water park. So I, I, I feel like go. I feel like when we went to Six Flags, I usually wore my swim. I I either wore my swimsuit underneath my shorts, or because we usually went on really warm days, I don't ever really recall wearing swimming trunks. Yeah. So, and so, and so Homer's trunks. Now I have actually seen merchandise for the, these trunks. Okay. So, but they're not, they don't act the way they are when, so Homer puts on his uh, smiley face, <laughs> swim trunks, and he turns around and tightens them up. And then he turns back around and it's a sad <laughs> face. I've seen trunks that are like smiley face on one side, sad trunk. A sad face on the other side that yeah. look exactly like these trunks. 
really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Homer's gained a smidge of weight. Yeah, smidge of weight since the last time we saw him. Uh, and to answer your question, why does he have a tank top tan line? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. he's never, I, I don't think I've ever seen Homer Simpson wearing a tank top. He's always wearing a t-shirt or his little, you know, work shirt. Maybe he sleeps. Never... No, I was going to say maybe he sleeps in a tank top, but no, he sleeps with just his underwear. Yeah, but he has the tan, line, which means he's outside. And I like how it's stark white. Yeah. So wouldn't you think, okay, so if I was all yellow. Okay. And I were to go out and get a tan. Wouldn't I be like a darker shade of yellow and then my normal skin color yellow, not white? Yeah. It just seemed like an odd, you know, way to paint him in that light. And why is he going to the the thing topless anyway? <laughs> so speak- everyone else is everyone else is wearing a top. Why is he going to the water park topless? Now here's the thing. So they get in the car, they drive to the water park, and as they enter the as as they pan over the water park, there's a sign. This park is not copless, so please don't go topless. And I said, <laughs> and, and I wrote, I assume they meant for women because there are men in line who are topless. Yes. The other thing, though, is I guess you need that sign for maybe women, but I just women aren't going topless to a water park, no. though. That's and I can't imagine, like, I mean, I've been, like, now when I go to the Dells, yeah, men are men aren't wearing shirts and i normally don't wear a shirt because we do the indoor water park but you know when we like when we did when we went swimming outdoors or went to the water park i always wore a shirt see i never that's weird wearing a shirt's weird doing anything water activity i well part of it is because i and maybe this is a myth but our mom was like oh you should wear a shirt so you don't get sunburned know if that's necessarily a myth or not yeah i guess we can look into that but no i always no shirt i mean you're out you're at a water park it's like basically you're going swimming and then and so and then there's another sign to the entrance that says caution you will get wet do they need this at a water park you're at a water park um i don't maybe (laughs) i mean maybe you're like i'm gonna go there and just enjoy the food well just to let you know you might get wet no this says you will get wet (laughs) <laughs> or will <laughs> no matter what you do at the water park, you're getting wet. But why would you? Uh, so Homer tells him. But why would you go to a water park, assuming you weren't going to a water park to get wet? Yeah, but people go to the beach just to go out and tan or enjoy. It. They're not just like jumping in the water. But you don't need to go to the water park to get a tan. Uh, maybe if your kids are going and you don't really want to go in the. But either way, <laughs> it is it is a funny sign to have at a water yeah. park. So Homer tells everyone to keep together and he turns around. And everyone's gone. Yeah. 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 But typical family yeah. outing to now, anywhere. Now, usually like when we did our six flags trip, if, if dad went with us, which was on rare occasions, cause he does not like roller coasters. We usually stuck together for the most part. Like when we got older and we went with our mom, yeah, maybe you'd run off somewhere and I'd stay with mom or yeah, I would go with you because mom made made you watch me, but I I don't think we really ever like our our parents be like well stick together and then we just decide to bolt in different directions. No, but it seems like a Lee Senbart thing to do. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with my parents at the water park. Yeah. But I like how the first ride we see when they go there is it's like track going up, yeah. and then it's like a straight down 
splashed into the oh, water, yeah. like a vertical. And then you see them like kind of like flailing <laughs> in the water. Like, first of all, I don't know of any quote unquote roller coaster type ride at a water park to go straight it's down. It's all inner tubes and well, no six well, six flags the, a roller coaster. Six flags had like the log ride one that was part roller coaster. I guess so. But yeah, I like how, but they fall out too. Yeah. Like they go, they hit the water and they all fall out. You see them flailing yeah. around like the lazy river thing back to the beginning. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous water park. So Bart and Lisa. Um, so Bart and Lisa. Yeah. Bart and Lisa go to, uh, they find their first water slide and it's H2O. Cause it's a huge water slide. Yep. And I do like that. It's funny. So Bart's excited that there's no line and then they go through the gate. And then it turns out to be a really long line. This is very typical. I don't think of water parks, but very typical of amusement oh, parks. Oh, yeah. Because the line, because lines can normally get long, oh, yeah. obviously. Especially, especially so, for water rides so on a hot day. Yep. And so you have to have the space for the line to be. Yeah. So sometimes you'll walk through the turnstile to enter the ride yeah. and you see absolutely no one. But then you kind of get up close and you're like, holy crap this is gonna be like a two-hour wait yeah. to, to get to the front of the line and so you answered my so, you answered my question because i was watching this and there are people like facing the way the line goes but then like you get to the middle and then like people are facing the other way and i have no idea what an escher drawing is so it's that drawing of and escher is an artist that did really obscure paintings but his most uh Famous one is the one where if you look at the room, it's the staircases that go down one direction oh, and then kind of go up direction gotcha. in the wrong way. Yeah. If you know what that yeah. painting looks like, but he did a lot of, he did a lot of weird art just like gotcha. that. And so it was designed to be like that staircase one where it doesn't necessarily seem like anyone's going in any one direction. Yeah. And fun fact, Otto is among the animated throngs waiting in line for the H2O. Nice. I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to be there too. Yeah. Uh so Bart has Lisa pretend that she lost her mommy to move to the front of the line. Why did we ever try this? Uh cuz we are always with our mom for the most part. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But man, I wonder if that would actually work. I feel like it wouldn't, it but probably I would. feel like I would just want to try it just because just because. Yeah. So they, they push to the front of the line and then it cuts to Marge and Maggie and they go to Rockabye Riptide with a sign that says water changed hourly, which, okay, I get it. I get why they sign, but oh, it's just disgusting. Gross. Well, they're babies, man. They, they're they definitely peeing in that pool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, yep. So I do like, I wrote down that Marge, you know, like kind of stuffs all of her hair in her swimming cap. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I, I don't know. I think it was just a gag. I, <laughs> it's a gag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's just funny how she tries to stuff all her hair into it. Th- this... and, like, she can physically like tie it down and not have it like so this, fly so up. So this scene is probably top three scenes in this episode that I found hilarious. So Marge places Maggie into the kiddie pool and as most pools they'll show you like how deep each section is and so in the kiddie pool it goes from one inch to one inch and a half to two inches and maggie wanders to the two inch part and marge freaks out and goes no i want you to stay in the shallow end 
going from one inches of water to two inches of water is uh, an inch isn't that much. So I was just like, no, like, no, that was hilarious. Was funny That's like the mom, you know, the overly, you know, the overly protective mom at a at a water park yeah. with their with their kid. Obviously, you know, drowning is a you know serious you know thing, especially with little oh, kids. Yeah. I mean, I took my kid. I mean, I took my kid in a pool when he was one. Yeah. I mean, like the the floaty waders for arms, oh, yeah. really, they don't exist for no. one year olds. But in this um, episode, so uh, Maggie has the flo- Maggie is wearing them. Yep. Maggie is wearing them mostly. Mostly things for pools for like one, two year olds yeah. are like circular floating things. Yeah, you just put their legs in and they can kind of float float around. Obviously, you still need adult supervision, but but yeah, Maggie. I like how Maggie's waddling. <laughs> like you really need floaties in the two inch two inch of water. But yeah. no, it is. It's it's a pretty good pretty good gag. Yeah. I do like that. And so Homer goes to the H two O. And he plows his way through the line saying he's a safety inspector <laughs> while holding a corn dog, no less. And I do like how the lady is saying, God bless that man, while everyone else is super pissed. Like, clearly, if you're the safety inspector, nobody would be in that line because the ride would be shut down. Yes. So I would feel like if I was in that line, I would do my best to try to stop him from getting past me. I do. I yeah. do like. And so up at the top. Yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah, so there's a sign by the, the lifeguard that says stop. If you have athlete's foot and pedigo, which I had no idea what that is for all of our listeners out there. That is a bacterial infection of the skin or a yeast infection. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't uh, uh, for most of the for all pretty much all of those things. You don't want to go into chlorine because it'll burn yeah. like hell. Yeah. So. I, I do like that sign that says, you know, you shouldn't be going down it, which I, I don't think that necessarily should be at the top of a water slide. Should be at the bottom of the, uh, the line. Should be at the bottom. Yeah. Where all the safety rules are, or it should be at the entrance or maybe in a brochure or, you know, something saying, Hey, if you have any of these ailments, don't come to the water park, don't come to the water park. And I write like I wrote somehow Homer caught up to Martin Lisa. How? Well, well me. Okay. So obviously it could have been shot horribly. So maybe Barton Lee. So after Homer ditched or Barton Lisa ditched Homer, they went to the H2O yeah. and then Homer's like, okay, I want to go to the H2O. But he got a corn dog time, first. <laughs> maybe there was a vendor sitting outside the H2O that we just didn't see when Barton Lisa walked up. They clearly got there a good five minutes in, in Simpsons time. <laughs> And yes, I'm blowing smoke about the five minutes, but they clearly got there in a time manner where they probably would have already gone down the slide before Homer busted his way through. Yes. So Homer goes down the water slide and gets stuck. And I like a good thing. Bart and Lisa went first. (laughs) Yeah. And I do like though, when Bart goes down the water slide, he says, uh, bitch. Ah, Nice. And I'm like, that is a pretty cool in, you know, of what Bart says or what he's allowed to say, I guess in private versus with the family. But I do also think when the writers wrote it, I wonder if they were thinking, well, kids do watch this show and he's a 10 year old. (laughs) Do we really want 10 year olds at home saying bitching? I, I guess I don't know, but. It is bitch. So Homer that he said that going down the water yeah, slide. So Homer goes down the ride. He gets stuck. 
and we go to a room where people are like monitoring things and there's a sensor. And my question is, do water parks have sensors in their tubes that can indicate that there is a jam? No, I don't think there's necessarily stuff in the tube, but I know there's sensors at the top of the water slide to let you know if there's water flowing or not. Oh, so this probably so like, oh. so because no, he, probably not. I uh, wouldn't say, well, I wouldn't say there's that. Well, Cause I even look for current. Like I just look for current stuff yeah. at water parks and there's nothing like that, but there are sensors to let you know water flow. Gotcha. And that's probably like if it's flowing, and this, you know, stop the flow it, of water. Cause it's home. Yes. So, yep. So, but okay. <laughs> this was the other thing I thought was funny. Okay. So if there was a jam, yeah. regardless if you were sending more kids down it, wouldn't the tube start filling up with said water? Yeah. If Homer blocked it enough. So you couldn't send more kids down it because the water would literally be filling up the tube behind yeah, Homer. But how far down did Homer get before like that water is going to start? Uh, I'm, I'm a, well, when the helicopter came in to take out that chunk, I'm assuming somewhere in the middle. Not a helicopter. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, so yeah, as oh, it was, a crane. it was a crane. It was a crane. You're right. So as you said, they bunched a, they they threw a, a bunch of kids down the slide to break up the jam. And I also wanted to point out that I was as I was watching the scene. I'm like, wait, wasn't this part of a Simpsons video game? And it is. It is part of the game Virtual Bart that came out on the SNES in September of 1994. There is a there's a level. Never played it. I've never played it either. I've seen like I've seen Simpsons games, and yep. And so I was like, this. I feel like this was in a video game. And so Virtual Bart is basically. You're Bart, you're in virtual reality, and you're just trying to get through all these levels. And one of the levels is getting past the water slide where Homer is stuck. Huh. So, Interesting. yeah, I, I was just like, man, this seems so familiar. So anybody who's yep. played a uh, virtual Bart on the SNES, and I believe it was also on Sega Genesis, should let us know how, how it played. Cool. So I wrote down, so I wanted to give everyone some uh, insight on injuries at the water park. So they are commonplace. Yeah. So these range from scrapes and concussions to broken limbs and spinal injuries. A 2014 report uh, by NewJersey.com found that water slides created more injuries than roller coasters. Well, that makes sense because in a roller coaster, you're strapped in. Now you could get whiplash from a roller coaster, but with water slides, you know, you're going down a tube. So you have less control. Of the 552 reported amusement ride accidents spanning five years, 122 of them were from water slides. Interesting. I mean, so I've, oh, I and actually, I almost hurt myself on a water slide once at the Dells. There is a, a ride at the Kalahari in the Wisconsin Dells that it's a two-person ride. So there's one person in front, one person in back. And my buddy and I did it. Well, I weigh roughly 180, 185 pounds. My buddy, he's close to like 300 pounds, I think. And there's a part in the tube where we went flying and we almost hit the top of the tube. I thought I was going to die. So, yep. <laughs> water water slides well, are sounds dangerous. Like, yep. Well, okay. So the biggest one, the reason why I kind of looked this up, because I wanted to see if there was something in 91 that kind of triggered this this episode yeah. and 
The only thing I could really find is it was from more of the 70s, 80s era, but Action Water Park yeah. in uh, New Jersey. If you've ever heard of that, it was based uh, Johnny Knoxville, uh, the movie based on that water park recently. Yeah. Um, but that was the most dangerous water park in America in the 70s and 80s. Interesting. And then there were some lawsuits in nine, around 91. There was actually some lawsuits going in. So the lifeguards were young kids. There was no like adult supervision. Like this was like one of the worst water parks. Like kids died at wow. this water park. Like it was, and it's always it stayed open. It never got shut down. Nothing like that. And I mean, it was literally one of the most dangerous water parks. Wow. So, so now we get to Homer getting out of the tube, yep. and so the crane comes in, lifts Homer out, and you kind of see him, his head kind of out on the side, yeah. and stuck through, and it lands on the ground, and. I mentioned where were the kids that got stuck? So maybe they, <laughs> maybe they like pulled them out. Maybe they, they got like a la- maybe they got like a ladder or a rope or something. And they just sent a rope down and they pulled the kids out one by one with a rope. Well, I was reading some notes on it and said, um, the children that were sent down the water slide to dislodge Homer are safely extracted by the time the rescuers get to him. But I, I wanted to know how, like, <laughs> like, I mean, like you said, I guess maybe you send a rope down the tube and you pull them up one by well, one. Well, also you maybe maybe but, you just turn off the water and they climb back out because, like, you know, I guess. But see, that's that's the other thing. That's the other thing that kind of concerns me is <laughs> there was no buildup of water uh, in the slide. So as you said, uh, Homer gets taken. Uh, they they crane out the section of tomb that Homer is stuck in, and the Simpsons are at home watching this, and the reporter uh, on air, and you would never ever do this as a reporter slash journalist unless you're on one of those opinion talk shows um which is besides the point uh the reporter believes homer to weigh it between 400 and 500 pounds yeah uh, that's that's way more than what he yeah. does so then we cut uh so homer's like i don't want to watch this and clicks through the channels and we lay it on a kent brockman interview with Krusty the clown and Ken asks him, is this the same as the tainted mayonnaise? And Krusty's goes, yeah, the, the tainted Krusty brand mayonnaise. mayonnaise. And Krusty goes, you know what? This interview is over. We don't have to talk about this. And he removes his makeup in the style of Jack Nicholson as the Joker in the 89 Batman movie. Yeah. But this is kind of why I asked this earlier in the podcast. Why is Krusty even being interviewed? It's, it's yeah. not like he owned the water park. He has no... I don't know. You know, legal ramifications. For, was, he was just doing a show. I, I believe. Like, I believe the interview was more to drive the plot. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed really weird that they would be interviewing Krusty the Clown about a water park incident. <sighs> that's not his water park. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a really weird setup. And so Homer asks the family if he's a little overweight. And Marge, Lisa, <laughs> and Bart just kind of look at him and they they take their time. And uh I you don't wanna you don't wanna be mean to a family member. You wanna be nice about it. And so Lisa's like, well, what's a nice way I can put this? And then Homer starts crying. Yep. And so Homer goes to weigh himself. And he's uh, 260 pounds. And I look this up and I look this up. So Homer is roughly five feet, nine inches, which is roughly what I am. And I weigh roughly 180 to 190. I didn't look at a scale, but 
just my guessing because I am overweight. Homer's obese and probably severely obese. Oh, we already knew that. Yeah. Yeah, we knew that already. And so he was, so I did make mention that he was 239 in season one, episode 10. Yep. I had to go back and look it up because I knew he knew his weight. By the way, your math is wrong. 21 pounds, not 30. No, no, no. He actually, Homer says, no one, because he says he was fat. And Marge says, well, you are big bone. (laughs) And he says, no one gains 30 pounds of bone. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, that's that's a lot of weight. Second of all, Homer is bad at math. Because he only gained 21 pounds, which is still a lot. It's a lot. Well, that's also not how weight works. No. You don't gain weight in your bones. No. <laughs> you gain weight in your, your fat. So, but yeah, Homer obviously doesn't get how weight works. Uh, why the scale um, goes back and forth, uh, comedic effect. That That's the answer to your yeah. question. Because I don't think... <laughs> but they did that. that scales don't do that. Uh, now, no, they don't. Well, electronic scales with the digital reading kind of do that. They don't go back and forth, but they kind of fluctuate a little bit until they settle on a number. Yeah, but the scale was going from like 55 to 400 to, to I yeah. mean, come on, we get it. And they had they did it. They did it multiple times in the yeah. episode. It seemed kind of unnecessary. Yeah. So Homer vows to go on to a diet. Um, And then after the vow, Homer's stomach growls and tell him to shut I up. I do that all the time <laughs> when my stomach growls. Also, when he says, as God is my witness, I'll always be hungry is a reference to Gone with the Wind. It is. I have never seen so, Gone with the Wind. Since it's entering... Simpsons entering another movie moment. Yeah. yeah it's a three hour plus movie. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I barely made it through Titanic and Titanic's a long movie. I ain't going to watch. It I'm is. not going to watch Gone with the Wind. Now, now, fun fact, both of those movies span two VHS tapes. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a or one DVD or one DVD. <laughs> <laughs> so Homer, so Homer and Bart decide to go to the attic to find Homer's athletic equipment. And so he lights a match to go into the attic and Bart turns on the light switch. How come Homer didn't know about the light switch? I don't, I thought the whole attic scene didn't make no, sense. Because they take us, they take stairs up into an attic. So I wrote, I wrote this door. down and I wrote this down. Yeah. They went through a door and we've seen in future episodes where they do the pull string staircase to the attic. And I have something similar to my attic. And I was thinking, okay, well, there's that room over the garage, but that's not the attic. The attic is above the house. So it is. why? Now, I can understand the light switch being on the wall like that, maybe just because of the way it's set up. But why? It just seems like it's a room off the side, not the attic. Yep. And, and also, at every time that I can remember the Simpsons actually go to their attic, it's always with a flashlight or candle or something. It's never actually a light up there. Yeah. So the fact that there's a light switch in this episode seems kind of weird. Yeah. And so among the stuff in the Simpsons attic are a Burns for governor placard. Okay. Uh, doc, Dr. Nick's Riviera's gym in a jar. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you know, I, they can't believe they invented that yep. and a football, a football Jersey with the number 17 on it. So I don't know was John, if that's a reference. Hold on. I want to see what John Elway's number was because we know that Homer is a big. Oh, no, he's a cowboy. Denver. No, he's a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. fan. Uh, maybe that was Troy Aikman's number. Maybe. Um, and a copy of, gee, your pecs look terrific. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, so Homer and Bart find old paintings of Marge, where she painted Ringo Starr. Yep. Drummer for the Beatles. And, uh, oh, I like how as he is flipping through them, the very last one is Marge in Ringo's arms at a wedding. And Homer's, like, starting to freak out, like, (laughs) oh, my God, Marge had a crush on Ringo. Yep. And, And so... I, I and then he calls Marge up. He's like, "Oh, Homer, it was just a phase when I was growing up." Yeah, get over it. And so that night um, is pork chop night, and Homer regrets starting, you know, his diet on pork chop night. And I did make mention that it doesn't look like the kids are literally eating anything. It seems like their forks are going sort of down and then to their mouths. Like there's no, even if it's just a blob of color. Yeah, I mean that would have been better than them looking like they were shoveling literally nothing into their mouth. Or even doing the Homer 2 sushi thing where you put, <laughs> pick one up, put it in your mouth, and ma- magically anything would have been better than them shoveling nothing into their mouth. Yeah. And so and so Marge asks Homer if he thinks it's a good idea to take a painting class. Yeah. And Homer says, okay, because he'll have nothing to do with it. <laughs> yep. Well, he doesn't, you know, want to do anything because he's he lazy. Care. Yeah. And so we got Homer's dieting style. So Marge, on the rice cake she feeds Homer for dinner... Well, there's only they're only 35 calories a piece, and Homer tastes them. Hello, taste. Hello, Hello taste. <laughs> Where are you? And Marge is like, uh, you could put a little something on top for yeah. flavor. And then after creating a multi-decker rice cake sandwich consisting of cold cuts, melted cheese, and a fried egg, yeah, mm, only 35 calories. calories. <laughs> So Homer's obviously taking his diet very seriously. Yeah, very seriously. And so, hey, do you like Cards Against Humanity? I sure do. Well, what if you could play Cards Against Humanity Simpson style? That would be amazing. Well, now you can. Check out CardsAgainstTheSimpsons.com to buy your very own set of Simpsons Against Humanity. You know, I see a lot of podcasts give out discount codes. Is there a promo code I could use? There sure is. Use promo code SimpsonsPod. That's S-I-M-P-S-O-N-S-P-O-D to receive a 10% discount on Cards Against Humanity, the Simpsons way. Ay caramba, that's a good deal. But for all of our listeners out there, if you want a better deal, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to get a different promo code to save even more. That is correct. So head over to Facebook, the Simpsons did it page, Instagram, Simpsons did it pod and Twitter, Simpsons did it PC to get that code. And as always, everything's coming up Millhouse. And so this right here, this moment is where the whole episode takes a complete left turn. So we've dealt with the entire front half of the episode where they go to a water park, Yep. but there is a really cool, the, the twist is is homer's fat yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the whole twist but the funny thing is it's not just about homer dieting yeah. which on first watching i feel like that would have been the back half of the episode yes. but it's not the whole back half of this episode now is about marge taking a painting class. yes and so speaking of which she goes to uh, her and lisa go to the springfield community college extension center where old dogs learn new tricks to sign Marge up for painting. Well, it's just the it's just it's just the extension center. It's not the actual Springfield. College. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. It's just the it's just extension. the extension of the college. <laughs> uh, and Apu is there. You don't actually have to go to the college. <laughs> no, just the extension center of the college. And Apu is there 
to do a screenwriting class and he's writing a screenplay called hands off my jerky turkey which is about a hindu uh uh grocery clerk who's sick of getting robbed yep he's like i've just enrolled in the screenwriting class i yearn to tell the story of an idealistic young hindu pushed too far by convenience store bandits <laughs> i call it hands off my jerky turkey <laughs> That's a pretty. That's a pretty good title for a for a movie. I know. And unfortunately, Apu didn't even come up with no, it. It was his brother shot Sanjay. <laughs> uh, so Lisa tells the people that Marge wants to be a painter, and or a painter in like a upper level course, and they're like, "Well, the professor has to approve you to get in the course." And we get to meet Professor Lombardo, who is voice who is voiced by John Lovitz. I'm glad they brought him back yeah. for some more for some more work. Yeah. I mean, he he he's been so great, and obviously, this isn't even his last uh, guest guest appearance yeah. on The Simpsons. So it is it's really cool that they keep uh, bringing John Lovitz back because he's he's pretty funny. So Marge shows him his painting and her, her paintings, and he absolutely loves them. And he's like, "You're in," and then he sees somebody painting a, a handrail on a staircase, and he loves that too. He just loves everything. He loves everything. So then we cut. As long as it's as long as it's painting, he loves it. Yeah. So then we cut back to the Simpsons house where Homer is on the couch, can't move. He's tired from all the working out, and so Bart takes his wallet and takes money out of the wallet. Such a random scene. It, it was again. really like, random. Just, I mean, some some of the stuff just lately has been just random, like thirty second cutscenes that. Yeah. Don't necessarily, you could have put more effort into other parts of the episode as opposed yeah. to adding random scenes like this. So we cut back to uh, Marge painting and she's learning the Lombardo method. And I like how as uh, Professor Lombardo is painting yeah. and teaching the Lombardo method, he's he's actually drawing the bunny rabbit uh, from the life in hell. Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's the bunny rabbit that he's drawing. Yeah. Well, it's a Matt Groening thing, so... Yep. So I mean, use that as a uh, as a way to teach how to do it. Yeah. And I I do like that the Lombardo method is just taking random shapes yeah. and turning them into well, I things. well I feel like that's and a so, paint by numbers thing kind of method. No, no, that's actually well that no that's actual painting one hundred and one is using shapes. shapes. Yeah. It's a real method. So. It is, but the Lombardo, Lombardo <laughs> wanted to just take it for himself. Yeah. So then we cut back to Marge painting Homer while he's working out. And uh, Homer's workout montage is similar to that of Rocky Balboa in the original Rocky movie. Yep. And that's another movie moment, folks. Which, I got that reference. I mean, <laughs> you got it. I got that reference, too. Now, here's the only thing. And obviously, the Simpsons probably couldn't get the rights to Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah. But, but the background music had the hint of eye of the it tiger did. it did it's like i was trying to follow it along because i wanted to see if they used the song yeah but they didn't it was very 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 close yeah so after after that they take uh a painting of marge dead of homer to an art exhibit and as you first enter in the background you see if anybody knows who andy warhol is i know the the name and i've seen the soup can painting uh, you see Andy Warhol's famous soup cans painting in the exhibit behind them. And so Marge takes first place at the painting by taking uh, using Homer's painting called 
Bald Adonis <laughs> is the is the name of it. And the painting of Homer sleeping on the couch in his underwear that wins Marge uh, first prize at the Springfield Art Exhibit. Bald Adonis is chosen over a painting of dogs playing ping pong and a unicorn wondering why. <laughs> and, and so obviously uh, the judges, yeah. I think, picked the right one. Yes. Although I do like the unicorn why painting because in the background was like the Springfield. I'm, I'm assuming it's supposed to be like the Springfield nuclear power. Plant. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was kind of fun. And then Homer says, uh, Last Supper, eat your heart out. Yep. And I don't know if he knows what the Last Supper <laughs> is, if he knows that it's actually a very famous painting. You know, famous painting, but maybe. Yeah. And so now we cut to Burns yelling at artists who painted. So him. I have to say, so this is was a really it was kind of a weird transition because I feel like when I was watching it. They didn't necessarily, I don't know if there was a commercial break there in the original airing of the episode. My guess is yes. Because it was like, really abrupt. Be... Oh, we're at the, that. And now all of a sudden Burns is yelling at people. Like, why? But maybe that's why a lot of the episodes we watch where it seems like they change direction too fast is because we're missing the commercials. It's possible. You know what, Disney Plus? Put the commercials <laughs> right? back in. I want I want to. I want to make sure I get every, uh, I want to get the subtle, because the commercial breaks were always meant to be that kind of yeah. barrier between scenes yeah. well there have been moments where they do fade to black and then they come back i feel like in this instance it was a straight cut like there is no fade to black yeah it was nope we're gonna go scene scene so yep yeah i mean i guess that's what happens when you lose commercials yep. and so and so i do like how burns doesn't like any of the paintings and he hucks them in the dung heap <laughs> Which consists of a closet full of discarded paintings, bronze busts, bas reliefs, and some weird modern art sculptures, <laughs> yeah. all resembling himself. Yep. So he just is not a happy guy. Yep. Overall, just not a happy guy. So but... Burns is like, ah, commission another artist. And Smithers like, well, the only person left is Marge Simpson. And he goes, who? Who? Again, yep. but as we'll get to later, he remembers Homer in a separate scene. We'll get to that in a second. So Smithers goes, oh, Marge Simpson, she's the wife of one of our employees. And he goes, good, good. There must be someone, somebody up there that likes me. And Smithers goes, somebody down here likes you too, sir. Burns, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is really the first episode where we kind of get a good glimpse at Smithers' uh, love of, Bur of Mr. Yeah. Burns. So then we cut back to the Simpsons house and Homer's lost 11 pounds, which, Hey, he's stuck to his diet somehow. Good. Yeah. For him. As we learn, this is all, this is how we learn. Cause the donut guy shows yeah. up at the power plant and asks why all the donuts are piling up. And Carl tells him, uh, that Homer went on a diet and the guy's like, Oh, I just bought a boat. So two things about the scene. So I guess it makes sense where they, they go from Homer to Carl, uh, but why does Carl sound like Lenny? Yep. And I wrote that down here. So the reason for this double whammy is because Lenny first appeared. He had what's now is Carl's voice and vice versa. Uh, Lenny first appeared on Life on the Fast Lane, yep. the ninth episode of the show, while Carl appeared one episode later in Homer's Night Out. This voice switching continues throughout the first two seasons, although occasionally the characters both use what is now Lenny's voice. Oh. Brush with Greatness, the 18th episode of season two, is the final time Carl has substantial lines with Lenny's voice. 
By season three, both characters have their correct voices and are finally paired up regularly. What's especially strange about uh, this is that Lenny and Carl are voiced by different people. Uh, uh, Harry Shearer and Hank Azaria, respectively. This means that that rather than one actor flipping between voices... There was the conscious decision to switch the voices, the voiceovers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which I don't—that seems so weird. Like, weird. why would you do that? And then also, the donut delivery guy is also voiced by John Lovitz. So yeah, he is. He had two speaking roles in this episode. Yep. So Burns shows up at the uh, home and <laughs> he tries to knock on the door, yeah. and Burns can't lift the door knocker. Yeah. Frail old man, obviously. Yep. But I like how they also have a doorbell. Yeah. Ring the doorbell. Like, we have a door knocker on our door, but you actually have to open our, like, not our screen door, but our storm door yeah. to get to the door knocker. Yeah. But the doorbell is literally right there. Press the doorbell, Mr. Burns. Yeah. And then um, we learn that uh, Burns doesn't like the Beatles because he sees the Beatles paintings. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yes, I seem to remember their off-key caterwauling on the old Sullivan <laughs> show. What was Ed thinking? Yeah. So at this point, yeah, Marge starts to uh, paint Burns and Homer comes in and Burn recogn- Burns recognizes Homer. Yep. So, okay. So I have a theory. I think I wrote that yes. down. So I have a theory on this. And, I, and someone else, I found this on Twitter. Someone was talking about Burns not recogn- or recognizing Homer at the baseball game when he's drinking the beer with him. He's like, oh, Simpsy, you know, the, when they're sharing a beer. Yeah. And I kind of... And I kind of made mention that he didn't know who Homer was when he entered the stadium. Yeah. So my guess is, is just like any episode where Burns doesn't remember this Homer, he does remember him later on. So my guess would be is either Smithers showed a picture of the family to Burns saying, oh, this is where we're going. Yeah. And remember, so he didn't know Homer when Smithers originally mentioned it. Yeah. Like, remember at the top, he didn't, he didn't remember it. But now he does remember Homer, and then he'll immediately forget him because he has short-term memory loss. Uh, that's a good theory. That that's my theory is he'll remember him when he's introduced to him. Yeah. But then the next day when he wakes up, he immediately forgets him because he has short-term Homer memory loss. <laughs> Homer memory loss. Yes, Homer memory loss. Another thing I mentioned: so Homer just walks around in his underwear. Apparently, he's one of those and dads, he has, <laughs> and he still has the tan lines too. <laughs> He spent a whole day at the water park, apparently not wearing a shirt, yet he still has his tank top tan lines. I, I don't know what to tell you about that. So weird. So Marge is painting Burns in different scenes in different rooms, and then she uh, she has a... Now, I don't know why. Maybe she was grabbing towels from the bathroom, because she has a, a laundry basket with her, but she opens the door to see Burns using their shower, and he's naked, and she shuts the door, apologizes, and Bart comes up and asks if she saw all those spots on his body. And I love how Burns pops out and says, I heard that. <laughs> I mean, hey, to be fair, you're taking a shower in somebody else's house. house that's not yours. Well, why would they I mean, lock the door? Or why would he even be taking a shower there in the first because, place? Because Marge has been painting him in that in the I- house. Yeah, but I mean, come on. And he, as he said, he had to get ready for a business meeting. I, okay. So, but okay. So did, did Burns ask if he could use their shower? Cause I would think it, if Marge knew. It sounds like he didn't. It's Mr. Yeah. Burns. So he probably did. He just goes, 
he just uses other people's uh, showers. Yeah. And the other thing I noted is after Burns gets out of the shower, you can see his spine through his skin. Now I get he's yeah. old and old people. No. Yeah. I think it's more of a, well, I think it's more of a weight thing. Like, I mean, you look at my back, you can kind of see the top of my spine. I can see the top of Shay's spine. But you can't see I mean, the it's entire... It's not like as prominent as Mr. Burns. Yeah. No. But, I mean, I think it's more of a weight thing. Yeah. Like, if you don't weigh a lot, you can see a little bit more of your bones. Yeah. You, Marge asks Smithers if it bothers him that Burns, you know, orders him around. And he says he doesn't mind because he's in love with yeah, him. Yeah, because he's his best friend. Yep. That's what you, that's what you get. So now, and this is why this episode is really weird with all the cut scenes. Now we cut to England and Ringo Starr, who voiced himself. And I was reading up on this. They gave they gave the writers and producers like a set uh, a set of rules they had to follow when you know Starr did his voice, his cameo. Yeah. And a couple of them were like, "Don't approach him. Don't ask him for autographs." And one of the other, I think it was a writer who who said he didn't get the memo, had this huge. Well, not huge, but he had this poster and asked Ringo to sign it. And Ringo signed it for him, but he broke the rules. Yep. And he's like, oh, I didn't get the memo. Not a lot of celebrities kind of have that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people have, a lot of celebrities have that kind of rule. Yeah. And uh, and so we learned his first name is uh, Richard and his favorite color is blue. And Ringo Starr's real first name is Richard. So I, do, I, I think it's one thing that I do like about this is, so I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. Most yeah. of you guys that follow my normal feed know that but kevin smith actually references this quite a bit because he actually gets a lot of fan mail too okay. and he actually was like you know i just opened up a package from he's like 2005 2006 wow. and he you know signed the signed the uh signed the piece that someone sent him and was gonna mail it back and someone was joking around with him like what if they don't live at that address anymore that yeah. they sent the thing to? How do you get it back to someone? Yeah. And that was kind of, that's kind of funny. So Marge sent this painting when she was in what? Like her teens living at the Bouvier house? Yep. And so how does Ringo know where to mail the thing back to if the return address on the envelope is not going to be the same? It's not like their forwarding address is no. still in play. So my theory... And I actually just came up with a theory, especially with Kevin Smith. He could just ask his assistant to find out where this person lives because you can just pay money and you could find out where somebody lives. It won't be that hard in 92 or 91. It's probably a little harder, but Ringo Starr probably had enough money where he could have asked his assistant to call around and find this Marge Bouvier and find out that she lives in Springfield. But so you're saying you're saying they would have to confirm the address correct. just before mailing it. But out. the other thing too is that'd be a lot of that'd be a lot of work though. For, now here's the thing. Because I mean, what he had that package for twenty some years. But here's the other thing: Marge has always lived in Springfield, so it probably wouldn't be that yeah. hard to find her. Yeah. Well, okay. How what? How did she know? How did Ringo know he changed her last name to Simpson? Because he had her last name on the thing is Bouvier. Because he asked his assistant about it, and he still just wrote Bouvier when the letter got sent back. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So the letter, the the respondent's letter, actually said Bouvier. It on did. It? Because Homer, okay. Because Homer says, "Oh, this is for you." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But 
how would but if the assistant's looking it up she's he's searching for marge bouvier but she cha- legally changed her name to simpson well maybe he just found a marge bouvier wouldn't exist anymore not necessarily i think he just found out where she lived and they just went with bouvier anyways eh, it's a stretch anyway <laughs> so we cut we cut back to uh the simpson house and i do like how they overlaid it just like they did with england uh uk they did uh springfield u.s because springfield doesn't exist oh it exists (laughs) so uh and then lisa's sitting on i like how lisa's sitting on the windowsill playing her saxophone and burns like will you cease that infernal tooling (laughs) so burns doesn't like lisa's saxophone either and i like how marge berates uh uh burns because you know lisa's only eight but the other question is why is lisa down there practicing and not in her room I don't know. Seems really weird. Yeah, it was really weird. And then Homer comes busting in. You know, he lost 21 pounds. Yeah. And he's like, Marge, I'm through 239 and I'm feeling fine. And then Burns is like, why, my good man? You're the fattest thing I've ever seen. And I've been on safari. (laughs) Now, has he been on a real safari or the discount (laughs) safari? Oh, it's Mr. Burns. And as we learn in future episodes... I think he was on a safari in like a future episode. I'm going to go with a real safari because he is old and he, I feel like he's one of those old got old evil guys who would hunt humans for sport. Yeah. So, and I, and I did write down that the scale actually finally worked correctly on this. Yeah. One. He stepped on the scale and yeah. it gave him his weight. And so Homer, you know, cries and he's like, if anybody needs me, I'll be in the refrigerator. And then Marge kicks uh, Homer out of the house. Maybe he burns. Or, yeah, Marge kicks Burns out of the house because, you know, he's being a mean SOB. Yeah. And on the way out of the house, under his breath, Burns says, another day in this suburban nightmare and I would have needed a half a white value. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is where Marge gets her letter back from Ringo. And because she didn't want to paint Burns anymore because she couldn't find his interview beauty. And then. She got it back. She got the Ringo Starr letter back. And he's like, I absolutely love the painting. And Homer's like, go for it, Marge. So Marge yep. decides to paint Burns. Yep. Ringo's, uh, yep. Ringo's thank you note said, dear Marge, thanks for the fab painting of yours truly. I hung it on me wall. You're quite an artist. In answer to your question, yes, we do have hamburgers and fries in England. But we call French fries chips. Yep. Love, Ringo. P.S. P.S. Forgive the lateness of my reply. Well, he's got a billion fan mail letters. <laughs> yep. Which almost makes me want to write Kevin Smith and see how long <laughs> into the future it takes for me to get it back. Good. Do since it. He, since, he, since he does reply to all of his all of his fan mail, it. It would, I really just want to do it. And, and in and, the fan mail, all you should say is, I love your work. I wrote you just to see how long it would take for you to write me back. <laughs> take your first <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be great. Do it. Uh, do it. We still like I'll the present. Do it. Yeah. Do it. All right. I like it. So Marge okay. paints a bunch of portraits of Mr. Burns overnight, but she's not happy with any of them. Cause I mean, which is kind of weird. Cause not the paintings weren't half bad. No. I, I think just her inner mind of how she wanted to, yeah. to paint them yeah. just didn't really like it. But then we uh, cut to the, uh, what is it? The hall yeah. where Burns is getting his name thrown yeah. on it. And as he enters the room, the orchestra is playing for He's a Jolly Good Fellow, which I don't know who threw them 20 bucks to play that. Burns? No, Smithers. Yeah. I'm sorry, Smithers probably did it. Yep. And then Burns comes out to reveal his uh, painting. painting and uh, he can't pull the trust. He's out. old. 
He's just so old. <laughs> He's so old. So Smithers comes over, pulls the drawstring, and Marge paints Burns in the buff. Well, yeah. Because even though he's a grumpy old man, he's still a frail old guy. Nobody likes it. Mr. Lombardo doesn't care for it at all. Everybody's just a a gasp at it. And then Marge comes up and and defends her painting and people take a second look at it. And thank you for writing Miss Hoover. I couldn't remember her name. Uh, Lisa's teacher, Lisa's teacher, Miss Hoover is at the exhibit and she goes, you know what? He's mad, but he'll die. So I like it. <laughs> yeah, greatest, li- was... greatest line in this episode by far. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then Burns is like, oh, you know what? He goes and compliments Marge on the painting and thanks, thanks her for not making fun of his genitalia. But Marge actually <laughs> did. She's like, oh, I thought I did make fun of it. So I know. Right? Well, and, and so the entire time people or objects are covering up Burns's genitalia in the picture, which is really, I, I get why they did it, but they also had the episode with Michelangelo's David where they showed the entire statue. And I was thinking, well, this is art. You would show the whole thing, but I guess it is a character on the Simpsons and it would be kind of crude to show it. But in yeah, the movie, kind of but weird. in the movie, in the Simpsons movie, they do the thing with uh, naked Bart on his skateboard where they like cover up his his genitals. But then there's the one short scene where they actually do show it. So, yeah, I mean, granted, this is 91 people in 91 were probably a lot more prudish. Well, they just wanted to make sure Fox approved yeah. it and. You know, they kept their viewership. I think it was since it's so early on. I mean, they can get away with so much oh, more yeah. now than, than they could back then. So so I, I enjoy this episode, but not it's a good episode. But the swerve, like the the first half is really funny with the uh, can we go to the water park? Can we go to Mount Splashmore? Can we go to Mount Splashmore? Homer getting stuck in the tube. But then it kind of gets weird with the Kent Brockman interview. And then, you know, they find the painting of Ringo. And as you said, this is like the first episode where it starts one way and then it goes a completely opposite direction. And it's just, it's just such a weird episode, but there's so many funny things that happen in it. And it's not bad. I'm going to go with a three. Don't have a cow, man. It's just. Uh, it's a weird episode. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I'm going to go for mm, sprinkles just because the, the whole water park scene was really funny. Yeah. Like it was it just really great and kind of takes me back to, you know, the old days going to the water park and the whole changeover made sense. Like Homer was too fat. He got stuck in a tube. Let's lose weight obviously the whole let's lose weight thing kind of tailored into Marge's painting style. Yeah. Cause that was, so the, all the paintings were Homer exercising and, and losing weight. The one that she chose though, Homer being, you know, falling asleep on the couch in his underwear, yeah. kind of a weird choice based on all the other things she was painting Homer doing. Yeah. But that was kind of that trend of, okay, Marge wants to paint. Homer is exercising. She's going to use that as her, you know, way of, you know, kind of moving into that, that realm. And then the whole, the the only real big downturn was, I I think just the Mr. Burns stuff. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, there are so many weird cut scenes in the Simpsons home. You know, Homer to, uh, Burns took the funny pages uh, when Homer was trying to read them. Yeah, the shower scene was just so weird. I, they could they definitely could have left in the whole uh, Smithers kind of being infatuated, even though it didn't necessarily make sense. It was kind of their first introduction of really saying, oh, Smithers is in love with Burns. Yeah. Uh, they they definitely could have left that part in, but there's a lot of just short little cut miniature scenes. Yeah, it was just, uh, that's why I gave it a three. It just, uh, I don't know. But no, the jokes were funny. The Ringo Starr bit was really funny. The Professor Lombardo just <laughs> like agreeing with everything. Was, marvelous, marvelous. Was really funny. Yeah. So I, I'm going to keep my four mm, sprinkles. And uh Let's finish it off with our character profile of Professor Lombardo. So his occupation, art professor at Springfield Community College. Extension Center. Well, no, no, he's a he's a professor at the uh, community college. He just he just uh does not free classes, oh, okay. but secondary classes for, for people who want to become artists. Uh his demeanor rarely has a bad word to say about anything. <laughs> And is sure to balance any unflattering criticism with a compliment. And you know what? That's a very good thing. So I'm a communications major. And one of the, one of the things we were taught in our comm department, when we got feedback and this is how our professors did it. They would take, like if it was a group presentation, take the group out in the hall and give us three negative things and three positive things. And you should always be balanced in your negative criticism and your positive criticism because you don't want people feeling bad. You want them to continue what they like to do. Well, I do like the fact that like, when he is great, like going over all the paintings yeah. for all the people in the class, he's like, bravo, walk away from it. Now it belongs to the ages. <laughs> like it was the person standing in front of it that made it horrible. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, his attire, European. Black t-shirt, suit, sunglasses indoors. Who does he think very, he is? Corey Hart? Man. Exactly. Corey Hart only wears sunglasses um, at night. Yeah. <laughs> Invention, the Lombardo method, where everyday objects can be seen as simple groupings of geometrical shapes. He did not invent nope. it. Uh, achievements, once drew a bunny rabbit with two centric circles, various trapezoids, ellipses, and a rhombus. Even a rhombus. And even a rhombus. So, that's a, he's a fun character. Yeah, I like John Lovitz. Does good work. Yeah. I was talking about Professor Lombardo, but John Lovitz is good too. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's close it out to where everyone can find us. Head over to Instagram and uh, follow us there at the Simpsons Did It Pod. You can go over to Twitter, follow us, Simpsons Did It PC. You can head over to Facebook, type in the Simpsons Did It, and you'll find our podcast page. You can go to YouTube and find our podcast on there. Just type Simpsons Did It Podcast and uh, click on the channels and it'll narrow it down. That will be the first option on there for yep. you. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, just want to talk to us, you can reach out to us by email at the Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com. And as always, thank you to our fine folks at 51 Yellows for giving us our amazing uh podcast artwork for our facebook cover um it's us drinking a beer and duff uh duff and some buzz cola which robert's drinking and sit at the simpsons table you know podcasting and you can look 
just like us doing random day-to-day things or sitting on the Simpsons couch yep. or going to Moe's with your family and have a digital copy sent over to you and you can print it and make it do magical things in your house. Yeah. And uh, right right now, I think they're still doing their 70 for, 70% off promotion on their website. So head on over there and check it out and get yourself Simpsified. And until next time, I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.